What's going on? We are live, man. Look, look at this. We got 97 Rough AKA Dave Duane is here, right? The chief of uh, Leave It in the Ring. And of course, we got Blood Boxing, bro. Okay, Blood's been on here since like since T Rex was doing videos and stuff. You know what I mean? What's <laughs> <laughs> going on, Blood? Hey, man, I'm chilling, bro, man. It's good to be up in here with y'all old school heads, man. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Uh, what about you? 97 rough how's it going i'm good bro i'm glad to be here man it's uh feels like old times here you know um uh, you know i don't know if a lot of people know this but me and blood are the originals that started leaving the ring you remember that blood yes sir i do i sure do man yeah hey Hell yeah we were just having that. some phone conversations man we would talk boxing for yeah. two or three hours and, yep. and you hey man we should just put something together shit the way we be talking all the time about boxing Exactly, you know, man. It was just so good to meet people that talked about boxing, man, because a lot of my friends, they were into football and they were into basketball. So when I started asking them about certain fights, um, they didn't know who I was talking about, you know. Um, right. right. Even in some of the mainstream fights, I asked them about guys like Trinidad and Calzaghi. They didn't know who the hell I was talking about. Now, I have to ask them about Mike Tyson. Or, or that's pretty much it. Holyfield or someone like that. So it was great that there was a platform out there that we could all come to and link up, man. Well, that was the whole reason yes, why we started, if you remember. Like, that's why we started getting on YouTube because of the whole fact that, you know, um, we didn't have those – like, we didn't have, like, an NFL crowd or, a like, a baseball crowd to, like, hang out and BS with, you know? So, I mean, I, I remember that was the sole – well, it was one of the sole reasons – why I jumped on YouTube and uh, when I recognized it, when I started like seeing other folks, Midnight Boxing, yourself, Pound for Pound. Um, uh, what was the other guys? Bo um, what was this? Remember those Buddha's two? Boxing for Real? Was that what you're talking about? Boxing for Real? No, no, Pound for Pound Boxing. Yeah. Boxing yeah, for Real, Pound for Pound boxing. boxing. Yeah. And then, so then I was just like, oh man. And then, um, then I remembered like dropping a video and I, I remember I did that one video and then I was like, all right, I'm not going to do any more. And then like blood and midnight boxing, we're like, no man, keep going, like keep doing it. And they encouraged me. And, uh, and then I was like, okay, that's when I kind of realized, oh, dude, there's a community. This is, this, this is something I've been looking for an actual community that was going to accept me for who I was, which is this uh, boxing zombie who watched boxing all the time, wanted to talk boxing all the time because it just wasn't a, uh, a sport to us. It was a lifestyle. You know what I remember? Yeah, exactly. I, I remember thinking that, that, that the sport was in a really bad state when I first came on here. Uh, but compared to yeah. now, like, I would kill to have those days. It feels that we had more fights. It was at least one or two big fights a month. And well, one of the reasons I jumped on here, man, I remember getting so frustrated with a lot of those YouTubers. And a lot of them are, you know, they're the first ones to do it, but I would get very frustrated with them. Right. Like, they would say things that I was like, man, it doesn't make sense. And I got tired of typing. You know, I'm like, like why, why am I typing on my laptop? I could just come on and I started doing videos. You know what I mean? Well, right. one of the first people I saw was Blood. You know, I saw Blood Boxing and I'm like, shit, I'm going to do this, bro. You know what I mean? And I just started talking boxing and, it's crazy, man. It's meeting people from all over the world, and you know, it's people from the UK, and just just cr crazy times. I do remember, though. If you guys, do you guys remember we had like a limit, like 10, 15 minutes tops. Right, ten minutes was the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you have yeah. to get your shit in, but you have to like really be on point you know, for those ten. They're cut off off right at the end. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had to really, you really had to be, bring your A game because you had to crunch in everything that you had in your head, and you had to be creative to keep your mm-hmm. audience in those that 10, 10 minute frame. So it was really different. It's not like now where I see guys they'll draw out their whole thought of what they're thinking of whatever topic they want to talk about, and they'll draw it out for like thirty minutes. And then, like, because I'll try to watch some of the you know, like the upcoming or the guys that are now doing YouTube that have been doing it for a while, and I'll be like, I don't know, five six minutes in, and I'm literally going like, okay, guy, can you fucking tell me what you what you think about this? And it's just going and going. Whereas for us. We, we were like, you had to get it done. Like within two minutes, if you didn't, if I didn't like tell you what I was thinking, I would lose you, you yeah. know? So it was exactly. completely different. Yeah, man. Exactly. Uh, I, I also remember people being more creative. Remember Boxing Talk? Remember that dude? I remember that. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I, I don't remember everything. Uh, like I don't, I didn't agree with everything he said, but he was creative. It was like fun he to watch. Creative. He was, you he know? Was. And then he just disappeared. Yep, I don't right. know what happened. I think Mosey lost and he disappeared. If I remember, correctly. blood scared him away. If I remember correct, right? Blood? Oh, I probably did. Yeah, I probably did scare that guy away. <laughs> hey, blood, I scared uh, a lot of those guys away. I don't know what happened, but we used to get in some heated discussions even back then. Shit. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember one time we had a podcast that wanted to box me in blood, and then they backed out when um, yeah. we agreed with. Remember that? On the I grind. do remember that that guy got in contact with me years ago. That's too. right. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know. Um, they wanted to yeah, get out again. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some good old times, man. I forgot all about that shit. Man, <laughs> I, I, I remember blood beefing with a lot of people, bro. Like, how many beefs had you had, blood? Holy like, shit! You were to count them. You know, like man, least- I've had them over the years over um, boxing, but you know what? I don't get them very much anymore, man, because you know we finally grow out of all of that stuff. It's been a long time. Since I've had a, a beef with anybody on YouTube, which is a great thing. I'm happy that yeah. I've graduated from that. And there's other people out there doing that now. I stay away from that because I know what my hangups with the sport are. You know what I'm saying? Right. And my hangups are the same as they were several years ago is that we have too many title holders. Um, there's not a legit ranking system. And it's just getting worse every year. And it's getting to the point now to where I'm mixing up the promotional outfits and the um, – the um, networks and the um, sanctioning bodies. I'm mixing all these different people up now because I can't keep up with them all because there's too many um, title holders out there and too many different, um, you know, there's just so much different things now to look at. And it's very confusing. Once ago, it was only confusing to the fight fan. Now it's confusing to some of the throwback fans as well. It is. You know, we can't keep up with this. It's a job to keep up with the shit, basically. Well, yeah. Back but in 2009, the same, I still want to see great fighting, man. Great boxing. Well, look, back in 2009, we used to kind of get on the sport, and rightfully so. It's always had issues, but it's almost become a parody of what we used to, like, say. You know, like, oh, before you know it, they're going to have, you know, diamond belts and this belt, that belt, and now they're doing that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and now you have regular belts, and they, they came out with a franchise belt. That was one of the most bizarre belts I've seen in a while, like the and the way Sule, like Suleiman explained it, like, oh, it's legit. It's always been in the rule book, and we had a vote in Hawaii. You just need a three fourths vote, and I'm like, well, what are you talking about, bro? That's not how you determine a champion or anything like that. 
And now it's become a parody of itself almost, the sanctioned bodies anyway. In boxing, man, like it, it, it's 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 out of control. You know what I mean? The whole thing. And and, and you're right, blood. I mean, it, I don't even know who the regular champions are in some of these divisions. You know? Yeah. And then they have champions within the division too. Like they have tiers, like within the sanctioning body. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So they'll have like a goal. Uh, yeah, yeah, like you said. You know, they have it's just so confusing, bro. It's like, yeah. you know. It is. Some people have lost touch with the sport. Yeah. You, you, I mean, it explains that's why the Ali Act is how it is. There's so many holes and it's like Swiss cheese, you know, yeah. and that's why so many people were able to take advantage of it, you know. I mean, our sport was born from corruption. It's it's like it's never left that spot. Like nobody's ever wanted to say, hey, let me um clean it up a little bit. And the reason why is because there's so many folks that have their hand in the cookie jar that they're perfectly okay being that crowded and getting what they want from the sport. So, I mean, it's so bad now that we even have fans that are arguing about who makes what and what promoter makes the most and what they do that it's not even about the sporting. It's not even about fighters fighting the best. It's about who is the best promoter, even if they're not putting up the best fights? Like, you know, uh, um, do I get a retweet from this guy? Um, you know, this guy liked my picture. I mean, it's, it's, we're kind of like in a really, even though our country's in a really bad place, our sport is along with it. Like, like they're like twins. They're holding hands, walking down the street in this really weird era of, of times that we're living in. Absolutely. What's up, boxing historian 206? Not to be confused with that other boxing historian. Okay. <laughs> but not the but one yeah. that told me to go back to Mexico. Not yeah, that yeah. One. That dude, bro. Let me tell you something. If I ever that guy for sure, he's obsessed with me, bro. He'll randomly message me and I'll prove it. Okay. He will message me, just tell me the craziest racist things, and then yeah. he'll block me on Twitter. I don't know why. You Weird. know what I mean? But that's that remember him, blood, that boxing historian dude. I do dude. remember him absolutely. The guy with the glasses, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, he was from hey, England. Hey, 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 hey. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, this is him. Oh yeah, I know. Hey, I, yeah, I got you. I got you. Mark. But you know, Mark. he was from England, yeah, right? That was his name, Mark. <laughs> Mark. Like Mark. That's his name, Mark. Mark. Remember that's he, his name right there. That's his name, man. bro. That's his name, Mark. Yep. <laughs> that dude was like, like, uh, like looked all innocent and shit, and then all of a sudden, bam! Biggest racist I ever seen. Like, God Biggest. damn. Biggest, I remember him telling me to go back to Mexico, and I was like, For what? I'd, I'd still be saying the same shit I'm saying now. The only difference I should be saying it in Spanish, you know, it doesn't matter, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, it was that was, you know, what though? Oh, yeah, he came on here calling me all kind of nigga and all kind of shit. I remember, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, he was cool like, at first, and he just he started out cool, and then he just flipped out on all of us, yeah, you I know. Did. I yeah. know it happens a lot with some UK dudes. I don't know what's up, and I'm not seeing all UK dudes, okay? But some UK dudes have that moment where they just lash out, okay? Like, chill, bro, okay? Like, god damn. I think like, they, I'm just saying. I think what happens, dude, honestly, I think what happens is that they really think that it's going to offend us. I mean, um, it doesn't. You know, right. we, uh, dude, I mean, we're, we have thick skin, we're minorities. You know what I mean? Like, well, we basically well, look, bro. Let me tell you something. The old school channels had thick skin. Nowadays, yeah. I don't know, bro. Okay. 
Nowadays, we've got a bunch of children running around here, running fucking boxing channels, okay? Getting mad about everything and beefing about everything. And you talk to this guy, so I'm not cool with you no more. And all this, that, and the third. I remember, bro, when like, there was a community, but we were all different individuals. Right. right? Like, e- even you guys, you had to leave it in the ring. But when it came to blood doing YouTube videos or you doing YouTube videos or strike hearts, which I didn't even like strike cards, by the way. Okay, but I don't hold yeah. that against you guys. Okay, but but nonetheless, um, the, but but that's the thing. Like my beef with strike hearts had nothing to do with you and blood. Like you know what I mean? Like there, there was none of that. It was just everyone was an individual, and, and it was harder to start narratives, press narratives. That that was just harder to do because if if you said something that didn't make sense, man, everybody was going to jump on you. You know what right. I mean? Because it yeah. was all argument, like someone could directly respond to your video. You know, right. you know, you only had ten minutes just to do what, say what you had to say, man. But what do you make of that blood? You know, the difference of then and now with YouTube. There's so many different things because you have to remember when we first came on here. Um, Google didn't even own YouTube back then, I believe. Um, right. I believe that this was before Google took over YouTube. And um, they used to have the partnership program, and they used to have the star system too. Y'all remember the star system? You could give one to five stars. So everything was so different back in them days. They had the response format where you could put in a video response. I'll, I'll come on and um, I'll see that I got a video response from D Style and Ninety Seven Rough, and then I right. give um, you and um, you and right. Ninety Seven Rough. I'll do my response to your guys' video, and then we had all these other guys that came around. And it was a great thing. And we had some great boxing discussions between me, you, Ashton. There's so many different guys. But there was not too many of us, though. And we all got our points across. And we all respected each other's opinion, too. There will always be someone who come in and try to sidetrack us and all of that stuff. And, and we would. We'd get caught up in a lot of the different stuff. Right. And I think what really broke up the um, unity that we all had was just that it got oversaturated with boxing channels. So many different everyone wanted to create a boxing channel we went through that stage and it just became oversaturated um you know and youtube changes format some of us got our channels suspended i think d style you've been through a few channels too just like me and um you know just the format changed you know what i'm saying the format changed um, a lot of different things changed but it didn't really matter anyways man because look at us now all these years later i first talked to 97 rough in 2007 or something like that okay right this is like 13 years later you know what i'm saying and here we are we're still having a boxing conversation and it's really refreshing to sit here and talk to you guys man um because we were here in the very beginning when we'll come on after a fight and there was only five guys who had a boxing video well we could remember that shit 97 rough used to leave his chair out there and and, and play some music and you just <laughs> see 97 rough here and the 97 rope will come on there and do his thing and knock it out in 10 minutes. And we try yeah. our best to knock it out in 10 to 15 minutes or else the video would just cut right off on our ass, man. Yeah. But you know what? We were real passionate, too. We have some. And then we went and we started doing the podcast and stuff like that. And we had some real passionate um, heated debates even back then. Even back then we'll get heated, yeah. but we had a respect for each other, which we don't have now. Because it was oversaturated with too many different type of people came in running boxing right. channels. Even they, they even had um um people over from other countries came in with their boxing channels too. When Manny Pacquiao got big, you remember all the Filipino based yep. channels came around yeah. and um you know Look, you get a lot of different people and it just 
was so much at one Those time. Those were, man. dude, let, let me just say, and I'm being very sarcastic when I said, man, Packland.com loved me, bro. Okay. But, but <laughs> I love them, bro, because I would have like 10,000 views in my videos. And where am I getting these views from? You know what I mean? But but I have like a shuttle of thumbs down. You know what I mean? And I'll never forget this dude to say yep. you're a racist because you you don't admit that Manny Pacquiao is the greatest of all time. I'm like, God damn. Like, he, like that, that was crazy. Okay. You but know, I, I, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, you know what? Um, I tell you what's changed. Um, like when I watch a lot of these guys that are doing it now, um, a lot of them use more graphics than what we did. You know, like Blood was saying, like, you know, we because we didn't we didn't have any of that yet. You know, unless you're like HBO and Showtime, we were able to put all these different graphics and all that. You know, you know, we had this one. Exactly. We just had that camera and we had to try to pour as much creativity with the content, the subject. You know, whereas like I see guys like, uh, you know, uh, uh, that do YouTube now, like Boxing Ego and, and those guys and stuff that. Everything is it's it's graphically it's beautiful, but then you listen to them, they're like, mm, I bet you if I got them on a, on a, you know uh, on a live feed to debate them about a subject, I destroy them, you know, and yeah. um, um, and then that's where you see a lot of guys. Like I get a lot of guys right now because I've been back on YouTube, but even like in my podcast, even doing podcasts, I would get guys send emails and they want to argue and and. The, the problem with that, and I've always been one of those, like, I'm not going to sit there all day and just like, you know, because I got so much shit, other stuff in the real world that I have to deal with. Um, I noticed that that they're safe. And I, I applaud more people that decide to do things live, you know, and that's right. why I've always been like that. I like to do things live. If you're going to call into my show, it gives me the opportunity. Let's see how quick. Are we are with it because I'm always open to hear somebody else go like, no, you're wrong, Dave. And, and, and you know what? This is the reason why blah, 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 because it's an actual conversation. And that's what I've always wanted from boxing fans, because the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, as much as people say like, oh, the boxing fans are stupid, this and this and that, uh, uh, you know, we're one track minded. We, you know, we are. But the real hardcore boxing fans are willing to listen. And, and, and open their eyes and go, okay, for instance, like, you know, people go like, oh, you're, you're, you're always bagging on Ryan Garcia. I have a reason. But if you can give me a better reason not to bag on him, what I'm missing, I'm willing to listen. I'm not saying complete. Like somebody was saying, like, it just doesn't seem like you want him to be a star. I mean, where did you get that from? Because the fact that I'm asking him to finally sign on and fight somebody and not bitch about his purse. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I'm a boxing fan. You know, we're all boxing fans. We want to see the best fights made available and 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 made today. I'm a boxing, you know, ghoul. I want to see it happen today. I don't. I don't see the prop. There's no problematic with that. If I want to see good, and you want to see good fights, or anybody else wants to see good fights and stuff. But going back, like I said, I just always felt that. Blood and, and myself and you and a bunch of other guys, you know, uh, Budasai, uh, 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 you know, Strikehart used to do great, a great job in how he had a presentation and rolled out his uh, uh, videos um, to attract you. You know, I think it was, I think honestly, Strikehart was, if I'm wrong, I mean, talking, talk boxing and Strikehart were the very first two that had more of that 
you know, cinematic style. Like editing, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. And, and everybody else does it, but they, they're missing the point is that you know, you don't have to be a nut hugger to get people to tune in. You don't have to be kiss people's ass. I mean, you know, like fighters' asses, you know. You, you know, there there is a such thing as having your own opinion or doing your own research and, and asking other people in the business about what they think and ask them tough questions, you know? Right. And, and I think a lot of folks want to be liked in this business or any type of entertainment business. They want to be liked more than under, like uh, understood or not understood, or, but uh, um, um, like heard. They'd rather be liked than heard. Me, myself, I'd rather be heard than liked. Yeah, definitely, yes, sir. There, I'm going to tell you guys though that there is an audience on YouTube. There is a boxing audience. I'm finding it out now because I put up some old videos on Dempsey and stuff. And uh, yeah, what happens stuff, is yeah. a lot of those people they go and they a lot of the true boxing fans. When you talk about guys like Dempsey, or you take it back to Jack Johnson, or you talk about Ray Robinson or Armstrong, they'll come in later and they'll subscribe to you. So uh, uh, this page that I have right now, I'm getting about like 40 subscribers a day at this um at the um at the my old my um bigger page retro boxing and documentaries because there'll be some boxing people who come through and they'll say oh man he's talking about Jack Dempsey over here and he's talking about Jim Jeffries over here Langford and all of these people so they'll sign up so you'll end up right. finding out there's a whole bunch of these guys around. But I think that they're turned off by a lot of the modern day boxing. So a lot of the people who are old school boxing fans, if they go to your page and they see too many, um, you know, um, Deontay Wilder or um, Anthony Joshua or, you know, the typical stuff that people talk about. If they see too many of those videos, they will not subscribe to you because I'm running two pages. So I know how people subscribe on here. They'll subscribe more if you have classic shit on your page about classic fighters. Just that's why I'm trying to get into like D style, like that stuff we're doing with um Salvador Sanchez and all the Mexican greats. Like we got to know about, look at all the Mexican greats that I didn't know about that you guys know about, like Bobby Chacon. I didn't know much about Bobby Chacon. You know what School I'm saying? Boy. I know shit about him because yeah. um back in the day when I was growing up, you know, and I was coming up, my dad didn't follow Bobby Chacon heavy. So I, I went with whoever he followed heavy. You know what I'm saying? So now that we have the, the information in front of us, it's up to us to take it and to teach people about these other fighters that were out there, um, whether it be um, um, great Mexicans, great Irish fighters. All of these guys are fucking warriors, man, and they deserve their credit for being warriors. Yes, boxing was built off a of race, but all of these guys who stepped into that squared circle are motherfucking warriors. They're gladiators, and they, we should salute them for that and um, take our hat off to them for that. That's why I'm giving props to the Mexican legends and to the Irish legends and the Italian greats, not only the black great fighters, okay? And I'm talking about the um, internationally, too. Because boxing is global. That's one thing about the sport, too. You get great fighters from um, all all over the fucking world. Okay, Azuma Nelson. It, it goes on, man. Great fighters from everywhere. Australia got great fighters. Everybody got great fighters, man. I want to ask you a question, Blood. What do you make of the New Age fans that instead of doing their research, their idea of research is going to box rec, 
right? And they see some red and they say, oh, look, this guy had 12 losses. This guy had 20 losses. He ain't no legend. Floyd never lost, right? What do you make of guys that, you know, do that? Because a lot of New Age fans do that shit. Like a lot. They, like really, they really don't bad. look at I think a lot of different things when I when I when they say things like that because number one they don't consider the error okay like when you go back and you see that a guy has several losses you're not considering the error you're not considering how active these fighters were back in that time period okay these guys yeah. some of these guys there was one fighter I, I did some research on this guy fought like thirty times in, in one month okay um guys like Ray Robinson and from that era and before then these guys fought often. A normal thing to have a trilogy and to fight somebody in a rubber match or they have four or five fights. These guys had to put it on the line. Now, there were certain fighters that took um, an inactive route. There was um, always criticisms, okay? Because if you look back on the fighting from 50 to 60 to 70 years ago, mm -hmm. there was a color line there too. Some fighters yeah. drew the color line. Other fighters didn't draw the color line. So you have to know what was going on. You can't just look at a record and say and mark someone off as a bum because they have um, 20 losses on their record when they have 200 fights or, or right. 30 or 40 losses. Shit, at that matter. You don't know who these guys lost to, what fight – what um circumstances they had to fight under. And it depends on what era you go to because every era had different hangups, okay? If you go to the 50s, things was a little bit better than they was in the 1920s. And the 1920s, shit was a little bit better than they was at the turn of the century in the bandwagon fights, okay? When they was riding in like Walcott and um Peter Jackson and all of those guys, okay? So it, it, you have to respect every one of these eras and acknowledge these eras when um, you're talking about your favorite fighters, like these guys today who do that, usually they're comparing their um, these guys to someone like Floyd Mayweather, who got to pick his opponents for a decade. OK, you remember the Floyd Mayweather sweepstakes and stuff? Things are a lot different today. If he had to live back then, he wouldn't have been able to get steroid injections in his hand. There wouldn't have been no fucking um, um, non profit agency over USADA and all of that stuff. That stuff shit didn't exist back then. And that's the kind that's why they need to know their history before they start talking history. That's I, I don't think they had uh you know IV for same day Wayne's much less day before Wayne's back then. You know what I mean? So uh, that, that's another thing man. I, I just it's just frustrating seeing guys that know nothing about the history of boxing you know, go back and use BoxRec as some type of source, like real time. Oh, let's check him out. Let's see if it's true that he's a legend. Oh, look, loss. Oh, another loss. Oh, he lost to a bum. And like, it's just, it's, dude, like, it takes time to really research this shit. You know, I did a short story about Harito Moreno versus uh, Kid Basie. And, mm. and that that's one fucking fight. All right. There was nothing on Wikipedia really about it. Some of the stuff on Wikipedia was incorrect, actually. Okay? So, and yes, Wikipedia is not, like, the All best. All the time. Source. Okay? It's just All not the time the they fuck up on there. I had to the dig time. in. I had my boy uh, Haplotype find some old, like, Los Angeles Times articles. And I had to kind of put them all together to put that story together from the post-fight interviews, etc. That takes time. Okay? To understand the significance of that, you're not going to get that on box rec. Just looking at the fight and who got the W and who got the L, it's just not going to say that. It's just not. You know what I mean? Um, so that's just my thought on that. But but I, I see that a lot. 
So you know what I do think though about UN ninety seven rough. I think um, with all three of us, I'd be willing to bet that since we last was linking up like this, because when we were last linking up like this, what was it, 2009 or some shit? Mm -hmm. So when we was last linking up like this, we didn't have the knowledge that we have now either. I think all of us have more boxing knowledge now because we have the research there, and it's up to us to go and do the research. I saw them magazines that 97 Rough just showed me. There's nothing but research in that fucking and all those magazines you got great research great articles of different eras man you know what i'm saying it's always a privilege to talk to guys like you and um both of you guys man it's a privilege well, to talk know, to you guys man I'm before the whole pandemic pandemic uh happened and stuff you know i used to go to uh to these like uh uh what do you call them the uh um Little mom and pop shops that that like they sell artifacts and stuff. And uh, my wife always looks for like these weird things to to put up. And I always went for to see if they had old magazines uh, or old st artifacts or stuff about boxing. And I end up running into this little shop, and uh, I would find uh, like before Ring Magazine even came out, there was other magazines that was boxing wrestling. You know the like. The WWF stuff, but it wasn't called WWF. And you, I got them. I got those back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, let me see. I, I, I should have them like that because I have them like in a stash right there. And um, I would open them up and and read them. And then you know, some would be about uh, uh, Floyd Patterson or or somebody else. Yes. And you read those stories, and and the stories were really like uh, um, like. A large amount of information because these writers understood, these journalists understood that that the the information they're going to give you is this is the only spot you're going to get it, you know. Whereas now, as you can see, we're, you know, and I got good friends that that write for boxing scene, uh, you know, a good friend that writes for ESPN, who's now part of ESPN, you know, all these other guys, and I'm not knocking their hustle and what they do, but. These guys don't even go. They don't even go in depth of what the fighter uh, is going through, or uh, their whole story about everything is like is is a quick, you know, uh, bait and hit. You know, they just want you to come down, uh, read the headliner, and read the first couple sentences, and then you're gone. It's it's over, and that's where we're at as a generation. You know, most most kids get all the information from social media and Twitter. Whereas, like mm -hmm. guys like us, man, I mean, if, if I took my camera into my garage, I got stacks and stacks of, of, of VHS and DVDs of fights, sparring sessions of fighters, uh, the crunk, all kinds of sparring sessions of fighters that were going to the crunk. And that was the information that I was getting. When I got a, like a, a KO magazine, a, a ring magazine, uh, a sports illustrated if it had boxing in it. I mean, man, you know, I read it from front to back. And here's another thing. A lot of international fights, if you didn't have money to pay to try to get a VHS or a DVD at the time, you had to just read the result and then hope somebody wrote an article about it. This is before Max Boxing and anybody else where they had the forum. This is the way we got our, our information. So, Guys like us, or like you know, D Stone yourself, where you guys are doing these these almost doc these mini documentaries, and you're getting so in depth. 
they're great. And the reason why you guys are willing to sit down and do the research is because that's the era we come from. Where I see a lot of these other guys, they don't do that. What they want to do is debate and, 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 and click. That's what they want. They just want to put up something great with beautiful little graphics and looks great. And they want to tell you how great that fighter is and how much money he made. But then there's no, there's not, there's nothing, there's no information from it. It's just a fluff piece, you know? And I I know like you guys and myself, dude, I like, if I get jerked off, finish me off. (laughs) Yes, sir. Well, look, look, me, we used to take, at least I did, but, and I still do. But, I mean, man, 10 years ago, we took pride in being right, not being first, not being, not breaking news here because we, we were all getting views and we're honest. There wasn't really a right. battle for the views because there wasn't ESPN here, guys. There wasn't Fox News or none of that. I knew some dudes. <laughs> I mean, some of my videos got like 20,000 views. We're talking about some like random fight. Okay. Right. So, so it wasn't, there was really, and believe me, we're not doing it for money either because there was no super chats and there was no ad money. There was none of that. You know, I mean, it was all love of the sport. But one thing we, we took proud, uh, pride in is being right, being correct. Like, I wanted, I wanted to come on camera and have people say, hey, that guy knows what he's talking about. Right. You know what I mean, because that means yep. something. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, I can't stand the idea, like, if, if I ever do a live stream, because I've been doing live for a while, and whether it's podcast or here, when I mess up, when I get a fact wrong, I'm like mad at myself. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can't believe I got that wrong. You know what I mean? Because because I'm I'm factually based, man. You know, but I, I don't get that sense today from most YouTubers. You know, mm-hmm. I have some dudes out here that flat out lie about shit. You know what I mean? They, they have got no shame. You know, and it's kind of hard dealing with people like that because they, they don't have shame. You know what I mean? Like they'll just lie about the most the craziest things. You know, and, and I, I have a, an issue with that. But I wanted to bring something up. Now this is old news, and it's been gone for a while. But and I actually wanted them on, but but maybe one day we'll I'll get you both on, but. So, you, you know how you guys said, uh, leave it in the ring? You guys were on Thursdays, right, if I remember correctly? Yeah, that's how yeah. it started. Yeah. yeah. Thursdays and Sundays. Okay. Yeah, and then Ropa Dope Radio started, right? Mm-hmm. But what happened on that post-fight show where you and B, like went at it, bro? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> like you're cool now. But I, like that's I remember, just like that's just, that's what fight fans do though. You uh, when, when, right. when I remember that to the T. Yeah, when, um, yeah, when like, ninety-seven rough and B went at it. Okay, but that was one of the first really heated arguments I heard. Yeah, it was yeah. like wow, you yeah. know. But that was that was kind of groundbreaking because up until that point we had been keeping it pretty friendly, and then it just all of a sudden, you know. It, but that's what boxing brings out in us, though. That's what it brings out in true boxing fans. Like '97, Rough and Beeb, who are both older brothers, who are um, you know, um, true boxing fans, been watching this sport for so many damn years, and that's what it brought out. You well, know, I mean, I don't, I don't know what I, I can only speak on my end. You know, I can't speak for Beeb. You know, Beeb, I, I love Beeb. You know, he does a great uh, podcast, and he's been around for quite some time. Um, you know, I think what was going on at that time was. And I was guilty of this, like a lot of folks. 
um, it was like almost like an ownership uh, pride, you know, like I did it first, I'm doing it first and nobody else should be doing it, you know, because I remember doing leaving the ring when we started doing leaving the ring, it was a bunch of guys from YouTube, you know, um, uh, 916 Chris, myself, Strikeheart, uh, Blood. And, it, and and I go back again. This was originally it was Blood's, mine and Blood's idea. Like me and Blood used to stay on the phone talking for hours about fights. And then um, one day I was just like, Blood, we should just figure out how could we record this? You know? And and, um, and that's what we did. And if you remember, I was doing all these interviews. You know, I was going to L.A., um, uh, like boxing scene, myboxingfans.com. All these guys wanted it. They were like, because they were like in this whole like, how the fuck is this guy getting all these interviews? And he's not part of the the inner circle of media, you know. And I just found like I found this like hole in the, the wall uh, and I got through so going back, I think what happened with Abib and me at that time was um, there was confusion of who was doing what. And I remember we, I think it was right after the Cotto fight, a Cotto and Pacquiao. Um, and we did an aftermath show and Roper Dope was doing that. Remember that? You guys were doing the Roper Dope aftermath. Well, we were doing the uh, post fight, but I do want to say we were the first ones to do it. Right, right. And I think that Habib, I think Habib felt that wasn't right. You okay. know, even though I wasn't saying anything about like, oh, you guys are doing what Leaving Ring is doing. It, it, you know, it didn't bother me. But within our circle, it bothered me. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I never said it like vocally. There was out some on, heat. There was some heat yeah, there. Yeah, like there was, there was friction between all of us. Because here's the thing too. Like Carlitos... Uh, and 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 Beeb and them, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, Carlitos had asked to be part of leaving the ring, and I said no at the time. It wasn't because he didn't know what he was talking about. It was just really because we already had Strikeheart, and there was five guys, yeah, on the show. So we were like, and I had spoken to the rest of the guys. I'm like, what do you guys think? Think and all that, and they're like, ah, uh, there's already a lot of us, and we were taking calls. I mean, we took calls. So I think that that which 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 Carlitos never like took it. I don't think he did. I hope he never did. I don't think he took it as a jab. I didn't want him on, um, but I think everybody else. I think B took it as oh, he, this guy doesn't want it. You know, he thinks he's better than us, and that's when it 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 got really hostile between us because it started off talking about Angulo knocking out some dude. Um, and it was a bad knockout. And I was like, why is this guy in there? And and and, and B just like turned, like he turned the switch on me. And all of a sudden, these things came out um, that were like, you know, they were like, you know, behind the scenes feelings. And they ended up getting on the air, you know. But we all like, you know, we, we laugh about it now because it was so okay. stupid and silly. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was really dumb, but it just tells you how young we were and 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 really. Um, we were learning the curve of how to be broadcasters in, in everybody, you know? You know what I remember? And it's funny because, like you said, we can laugh about it now. It's been so long. Right. And it's so, like, whatever now. But um, 
I thought there was like something going on just because. Do you remember that dude? Uh, that was his name that he ate a rotten sandwich or, or that he drank his own piss or some shit. What was his oh, name? Oh, yeah, Rob Riddler. Rob Riddler. Yeah, yeah. Rod Riddler. Riddler. I remember calling yeah, yeah. him on the show. <laughs> yeah, the dude where he drank the piss. <laughs> he <laughs> called him on the show. <laughs> and I go, hey, what, you're live on Robotov Radio. What, what's, on, what's on your mind? He's like, what's going on, you stupid white boy? Uh, leaving the ring all day, baby. I'm like, what the hell? And I cussed him out. Okay, and then Carlito like, oh, you shouldn't have talked like that. Cause I, Cause I did say, well, fuck you and fuck leaving the ring then. I think I said something like that. You know what I mean? Live on the air. And, and like, it, it was, bro, like, it's funny now, but I was heated then. So there was some, like, unspoken heat there after that. But then I noticed he was gone. So I don't know. <laughs> I noticed that he just disappeared or some shit. So, you know what's crazy? hey, let me tell you this. Cause I don't know if we ever talked. I don't think we ever talked about this. But that because you were on the air when me and B went at it. You remember? And yeah. um, and I remember like you, you were like, I'm out of this. Like I'm not even gonna um, like interrupt this. I'm just gonna stay on the sidelines. Oh, and when I called in, you two were shouting at each other. Right. right? So so I yeah. found out that you know this guy's acting like I took his girlfriend, and then you said, No, I like pretty girls. <laughs> And then he said, no, yeah, no. I took your pie. Oh, I got a Mercedes. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> no, so so when that happened, I remember I got like a flood of emails of, of people that were saying, like, D style stuck up for you because you guys are from the you guys are the same rasa and all that. Right. And when I went back and listened, I'm like, Yeah, he did. He did. He he was like <laughs> <laughs> but I, I honestly, I, when I go back and I think about it, and me and uh, Beep talked about it off the air after, like years after, because we didn't like uh, um, it. Didn't stop there. We still had our our feud. He went to like the boxing voice, right, with that pendejo uh, Nesto. And um, she beats us uh, alive today, guys. Look at this. Look at <laughs> and 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 he was with them, and um, like they took their jabs at me. But after that, after he left, and, and I think like after we kind of, you know, we're, we're, me and him are almost close to age. I think he's a bit older than me. And um, I think I'm when he, at all of you, that's, that's all I know. Yeah, yeah. No, and then we had that chance to talk about it. And we just kind of realized like, dude, this was really stupid. Like we were fighting about something that's not even real. Like nobody's taking anything off our table, you know? So, yeah, it, it's hilarious, man. But I think what makes everything great is we're able to look back. And like I said, the same thing with, like, the boxing grind guys. I remember they, the fucking guys were calling me Cuban, which really pissed me off, you know, because I'm like, I ain't Tim Cooges. Tim Cooges, though. <laughs> yeah. Cuban. Uh, what was his? Uh, what was the other guy's name? The the, the I forgot, but the Tim Kuchis guy yeah, got a you know what's funny? Like a like, three like, years later, it's funny because it's true. Like when someone insults you, like if someone's hey, shut up, you wet back. Like I laugh right. at them, you know, whatever. But like if yeah. you insult me, and, like I'm not that. Like it pisses me off. Like at least get it right. Yeah, at least yeah. get get it right. Like I have some assholes to this to this day um, that they'll spell my last name on. Wrong on purpose, and they know that it fucking bothers me. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, you know, if you're gonna insult insult me, just at least get my fucking last name right. And when you, especially if you bitch and bicker about me pronouncing some European name wrong, 
you know? And I think that I've always found that kind of like hilarious, you know, that they'll get pissed if I say, you know, get any Golovkin wrong. They'll be like, it's, it's Gennady, you know? And uh, right. but then you won't say Julio Cesar Chavez, right? You'll say Julio Cesar Chavez, you know, and there's no fucking P in it. Right. Hey, you know what? I'm um, 97 rough. You picked the yeah. wrong drinking partners because you got D style with a drink with a fucking water bottle, and you got me with a swish of sweet blunt. Okay, so you, 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 I mean, shit, you you brought right. the drinks to the wrong party, bro. What the hell? Hey, how <laughs> hell you, bro? I've always been that guy, bro, that brings the one that that nobody's gonna do. You know, <laughs> man, this, this is great, man. Uh, a lot of stuff, bro. Like you, you know what I remember? I remember when like two dudes would go at it, no matter how heated it got on YouTube. Like everyone, I stayed out of it. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. when I when I went at it with strike cards, like there wasn't like this like, oh, I'm on Team D style or like I'm gonna jump in and help this dude. Like it was just separate. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know. But there was that though. You remember that? Like our yeah. listeners, uh, folks that were were like uh, uh, you know that that tune in to what we said. There was there was. You guys remember? I know Blood has to remember this. Remember me and you, Blood, were going at it. With uh, Jack Mosley's PR, yes, oh, wow. I'm on the air. Yeah, um, bro, this guy was making videos. What's that again? Max GXL was Max G Max X. Um, the yeah. shit that he was the, the shit he was um promoting the product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. dude, this guy was literally after I had interviewed Jack Mosley, and then what he was trying to do was get me to a uh, uh, um. Like say certain shit that 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 it was just propaganda, you know what I mean? And then when I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. And then he, I think he was trying to do it to you too, right, blood? And we were like, we're not fucking doing that. And all of a sudden, he started exactly. making videos, like saying, like, don't listen to these guys. These guys, you know, blah 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 blah. Like he was always trying to discredit us. So then me and blood attacked them, and he like, uh, I did one. I don't know if you remember this, blood or, or D style, where I had a Twix, and I made it. Like, I think I put like a, a, I can't remember. I did something to the Twix, which was supposed to be that guy. And uh, I remember that. I remember, remember that. that. <laughs> it was I remember that. <laughs> it was by the toilet. And I dumped him in the toilet and I flushed yes. Yes. And then the fucker reported my channel, which it got the video taken off. Like, not even within, like, it was not even, it didn't even last a day. Those are the days that I, I honestly, I, I, I miss, you know, because we shut know, his ass down, though. We shut we him did. down. Yeah, we, right, right. we got him to close his page. Yeah. Yep. He couldn't take the heat from all of our listeners, you know, going on no. his page, talking shit. <laughs> that is And great. shout out to um, R.I.P. to 916 Chris, too. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, 916 Chris, man, um, Science of Violence. I think he had the best yeah. name for his show ever. <laughs> but, did, man. Uh, yeah, um, it's unfortunate and what happened with him and all that. But you know what was cool, though, um, despite that tragedy, was a lot of people, and at the time we called it the YTBC, but, like, a bunch of people got together and they basically funded the funeral. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go yeah, yeah you know, I remember being here with Hillstorm, and we, we did a video here, and and we just put the link to the GoFundMe. A bunch of people went over there, and hey, five dollars here, ten dollars there goes a long way. You know what I mean? Shit, I dropped, I dropped a pretty good chunk on him. I know that. Yeah, and it was worth it too. I felt good about it. I wish yeah. that he was still here to talk boxing with us. I know that too. Yeah, I, 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 unfortunately for me, I didn't find out until like late later. 
you know, that he had passed, you know, yeah. and, it, and if a lot of people remember, he was part of leaving the ring. Uh, he was doing uh, uh, Chris on MMA on the leaving ring network. Um, and then he decided I'm going to go uh, venture out and do his own thing, which was great. You know, and then we just lost touch. I actually have a video of, of Chris um, cause he lived in Sacramento and, um, you know, um, Chuck Liddell had opened up this, uh, uh, you know, MMA gym out there and, um, Chris wanted to meet him and I took a trip out there and we picked him up and, uh, he was able to sit there and have this long conversation with Chuck Liddell about boxing and MMA. Um, the thing I never posted it because Chris asked me not to post it because you were uh, uh, the camera, uh, which I didn't know at that time that that Chris was, uh, uh, you know, all the way down. He was paralyzed. I thought that he had some function with his hands and stuff, and he didn't. So when the camera that I had was a very small one, um, and uh, so I had to have it a certain position that where you could see Chris in the wheelchair and how he was like the way, and he didn't like that. Like he. You know, he, he didn't want you to see it because he didn't want anybody to pity him. Like, he just really was against that, you know. Right. Um, but, yeah, that, I have that. So, um, but I've never posted. And I, I, don't, I don't think I ever will just because I, I still honor what he asked me not to do. Oh, man. I mean, that that's the way it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That's that. He used to get pissed at me when I used to talk shit about MMA. I don't know if you guys remember that. He would get mad uh-huh. at me. I don't agree with you, Dave. And da, 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 da. I'm like, man, fuck yeah. you, Chris. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris could make an argument when he wanted to, though. When he yeah, wanted he to make an argument, he could make an argument, man. And Very all of you guys from that time period. Now, I was really mad that one time when um, his name was Boxing Fan 4 when he made fun of Chris that time. But we all got together as a community. We put him in check. You know that, what I'm that saying? Was, that, That's that what was, we did, uh, too. That was unfortunate. And... and- because I do remember what happened, but I don't want to dive into it. But, you know, because he said he's sorry and all that. And I believed him. So, but. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think yeah, a lot man, of people are, knew. Yeah, Honestly, yeah, I don't think a lot of people good. knew that, that Chris was uh, paralyzed on the waist down in the situation of what happened to Chris. Right. You know, um, it was very, it was a private thing, you know. And uh, like, I, like, I'm not going to talk about what had happened, what how he ended up all, like that. But. Um, only, only a few of us knew about it and, and there was only a few of us and I was fortunate to kind of, to had that conversation because like I said, uh, uh, I was able to really meet up with them and talk to them and I talked to them numerous times on the phone and stuff, you know? So, you know, um, he was an amazing person, man. He really was, you know, yeah. uh, we had our differences, but that's part of like, uh, Friends, life. yeah, life and friends. You know, we we didn't agree on certain things, and uh, and that was one of the reasons why he had left leaving the ring because we didn't agree on certain things. But at the same time, he wanted to be his own man, and I couldn't blame him for it. Like a lot of these guys, a lot of the guys, anybody that left leaving the ring was because they wanted to be their own man. And I understood, you know, like uh, even though I never blocked anybody with their creativity, um, no, you did. Yeah, they just felt like, hey, man, I, I just I want to do something else. Like, I, I, I want to be able to do this and not feel that um, um, I'm, I'm like crossing the line with you. And right. I've always I've always respected that with people, you know. 
My main reason for for not staying on leaving in the ring was because at that time period, I was oh, getting snap, into a new bro. job and I just was um, fucking worked out. Thursday that. night was terrible for me, bro. Yeah. At that time I period, that. I was into a new schedule. I had two jobs. I was doing two forty hours. Um, at, yeah. at one one I was working with crazy ass people and I was working with the children. So yeah. I, it was just I was so burnt out, bro. At that time, and um. But you know what, man? I always reflect back on that time as my beginning. You know what I'm saying? That's my beginning right there. Um, leaving in the yeah. ring, um, my interactions that I had with you guys. You guys are the first guys I talked to when I came on here 13 years ago was you guys. you know, um, And you guys were around then, and um, you guys ended up making channels and all of that stuff and doing your own thing. But we never had bad. We never left on bad terms. No. Uh, bro. We were never no. on bad terms. Never, never ever. We never. was never. I heard. I saw some people saying it around the, back in two thousand nine that we was on bad terms. But I was like, no, no. Me and me and ninety seven rough has never been on bad terms. You know what I'm saying? But I think, um, I think I'm, I'm glad that we could come back to the table now. Now's a good right. time for us to come back and link back up. So it's it's great to um, come across y'all's path again, man. I'm happy to be here, and I'm hoping yeah. that we do this often. Yeah, I think like I think. You know, even though like Rob, Rob, I, I love the kid. You know what I mean? I've always loved the guy. He supported Lee Marine from day one, you know, and, and, then he, and he was like a diehard Lee Marine. Um, but I think that some people would some some folks uh, that did follow either like blood or D style or me or, or like, let's say um, other shows, um, they wanted to see like friction mm. or they, so they would create these certain stories. And. Um, unfortunately, there was a lot of people like I know Budasai fell into this, um, fell into that because uh, I remember me and Budasai's uh, 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 relationship deteriorated like towards the end. You know, I think he felt like, oh, man, these guys are talking shit when nobody really was, you know, um, it, it was like, uh, yeah. you know, he was one of us. And um, I think he felt like it, it's now me against everybody else, you know. And uh, and then we lost touch. I lost a lot of touch with I lost touch with a lot of guys that were doing YouTube. I don't even see anymore, you know. Uh, um, you know, unfortunately, but yeah, you know, I think there was a lot of folks that loved the fact they wanted to see um, a fucking reality show that you see now. Like more people tune yeah. into you know reality shows of people oh. fighting than than seeing <laughs> people getting along and talking about a sport that we love. <laughs> Uh, dude, I'll tell you right now, bro. If somebody would have asked me in 2010, man, you're gonna be leaving the ring one one of these days. You're gonna have a show on leaving. I would have been like, fuck no. Like, <laughs> he, he could take Rod Ritter and shove him up his ass. I would have said. Okay? <laughs> but here I am. I have a show. with Spanish causing panic, and here's one of the hosts. Hey, Chief Fuck, you have anything you want to ask, bro? 97 or blood? Nah, man. I'm just kicking back, listening, man. But I want to just jump on real quick and say what's up to everybody, man. Oh, he's just chasing clown. Hey. He's just chasing clowns. <laughs> What's up, hey, You got a beer because Ruff is alone. He's over there drinking beer by himself. Me and D-Style both got water bottles in their hand, and I got a blunt. I don't know if hey. you know this, but G-Funk, he likes to sit in the pool with Speedos with a 12-pack with a right in front of him. You know, watching <laughs> him. Like, he's, got, he's got TVs right in front of his pool. <laughs> oh man, you too much, brother. But not the nah, speedo, bro. bro. Not I, the I, speedo. 
No, no, I don't. I, I ain't got the bod. I got dad bod in full effect right yeah. now. Man. <laughs> He's all Andy Rios out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, man, I just want to say what, what D Style just said right now. Um, if somebody had told me back when I started my channel in 2010 that I'd be doing shows with D Style, uh, leaving it in the ring, nice seven rough, and, and blood boxing, man, I would have, I would have told you, man, you guys are crazy, you know, and. My channel's still really small, but, you know, I never really wanted to build it like that. I just wanted to talk boxing, man. Mm-hmm. And um, it was so refreshing, man, back then. I remember when I first started to just have a good conversation with somebody about boxing. You know, like, and Blood said this earlier in the show. Man, you could talk with all your homeboys about NBA, you know, uh, football, whatever, all that stuff, man. But when it comes to boxing, man, it was hard to find good conversation with anybody, you know? So man, I'm I'm just glad that I ran into the blood, blood and, and a um there was another chat, man. I can't remember the dude's name, but blood is definitely one of the first ones I remember seeing and subscribing to. And um man, it was just a, a breath of fresh air for me, man. And I'm just I'm just so glad that I got to meet all you guys and to do shows with you guys and just interact with you guys, man. It's it's been really cool. Yeah, yeah man, man, absolutely. Look, look, look at this, bro. This thing's in the D Style Hall of Fame, bro. I haven't used this <laughs> shit like in 10 years, bro. Oh shit. This the is what I use. Yeah, I got a question for you guys. Yeah. And yeah, I guess this goes for anybody that's doing uh a, a, a YouTube. Um, if you've been doing it for quite some time, if you've been doing it more than three years, this is my question. Yeah, what has kept you guys to continue to come back on? And talk boxing on YouTube or any any type of platform. You go you know, first, style. That's a great question. <laughs> look, man. At the end of the day, I feel like I'm in a ter- I'm like in an abusive relationship with boxing. You know what I mean? Like it treats me like shit. It's always trying to pander to others and not me, even though I'm the hard. You know what I mean? You know they're always trying to pander to the casuals and shit. Okay, going yeah. after others, and here I am. I stay faithful to the dance sport. Once in a while, I said I had enough, and I'll leave the channel. You know, like I've done at least four or five videos saying, "Guys, I'm done." You know what I mean? I'm done with the sport, and then I come back. You know, every single time, I'm like a battered wife, bro. Okay, I come back because something just happens. Like something happens that reminds me of why I love the sport. And, and the most recent thing that happened. You know, because I was honestly, dude, I was this close to just calling it quits, just saying I'm done. Mm. It, it depends on how the sport's doing. And I was ready to just, that's it. I'm done. You know, and then I don't know what it was when Andy Ruiz beat Anthony Joshua, because it was just like another routine fight. Like, here we go again. And then, you know, Joshua's just going to beat this dude. And, and then all of a sudden, Andy Ruiz wins that fight. And it just sparked something. Like, it reminded mm. me why I love the sport. And usually stuff like that happens. And that's what keeps me around, man. And it takes a lot to stay around. I know there's a lot of dudes out there. A lot of you guys are really successful, but you've only been doing it for one, two, three years. Like it takes right. a lot of commitment to do this, whether it's YouTube, podcasting, and, and I've done it all. Like, you know what I mean? To your channel gets taken down, you start all over again. Like, you know, that, that takes, you know, you know, it takes a lot. Out of you, especially someone like me who's just trying to be objective and not trying to clickbait. And I'm just here to talk boxing. You know what I mean? And I have a love for the sport. You know, I'll tell you, man, it's hard. And you know it's hard because this is it. Like this, this, you're looking at like all the YouTubers, Boxing Combo and all those dudes, Budasai and 
all of them. They're gone. Like they say, I'm done. I never asked Blood, like, yo, what happened to the body banger, bro? Oh, he's done with boxing. <laughs> he's, mm-hmm. he's over. So have I been there before? Yes, but I've always come back, man, because I'm always going to be that little kid that sat down with my dad and watched Maldrick Taylor versus Julio Cesar Chavez and fell in love with the sport. So that's, that's I mean, that's and something that reminds me of that. It gives me that feeling like only boxing can. That's why I come back, you know. Bruce goes, this guy right now on the chat room, Bruce goes, boxing cost me my first marriage, and I wouldn't change a thing. Dude. Let me tell I, you, he's out, he's out beat us. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. Okay, De La Oya Vargas. Okay, uh, for some reason my aunt did that shit for, for my cousin when that fight happened. Okay, my my uncles, my grandfather, they all snuck out to go watch that fucking fight. All right. Okay, like there they were, like the the quinceaneras waiting to dance with her dad and her grandpa. And they ain't around, okay? Because they wanted to watch a boxing fight, all right? Right. I've got two weddings, and they're like, hey, uh, Eric, what's my name, right? Do, do you have that portable satellite? Yeah, why? Because we're going to put on the fight. At the wedding? Yeah, we're going to put on the fight. You know, so, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Blood, what about you, bro? What, hey, what man, you, you know around, what? Man? I can't leave, man. It's like that abusive relationship, exactly what D-Style said. Um, me. Just keeps there's been several me. times that I've thought about walking away from this shit. Several right. times, but you know what? You're not going to get, and one of the guys in the comments said it, the text in there, you're not going to get to find this kind of boxing talk anywhere else. you got to go online somewhere because where I live out in the um, boondocks and shit, ain't nobody talking about no boxing. Let me walk up to somebody and ask them if they even, I might be lucky if they even know who um, Floyd Mayweather is, <laughs> where I'm at. Shit, I'm telling you because this is a football state. Nobody's talking boxing, so I can never leave the internet. Plus, I have another mission now. I have a mission because I'm here for the old school fighters. I'm here to teach now. I want to put the message out there that these other warriors existed because they diminish these guys all the time. And not only that, but some of the fighters help and assist in diminishing the guys that paved the path for them to get the paydays that they have now. They'll diminish these guys will not consider what these guys had to go through. So, you know, the only way that I could really get my fix, my real fix, is to have a boxing discussion or to listen to other um, people who are as passionate about the sport as I am. And, you know, sometimes we just have to go back to our beginnings, back to the originals. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's so great to be up in here with you all, man. Is this something we keeping going here? Are we keeping these throwbacks going or what? What's going on here? G Funk, what about you, bro? What's kept you around, man? Man, just my love for the sport, man. And it's very similar to D Styles. Just from growing up, uh, my dad and all of his friends uh, coming over to the house and watching big fights, drinking, having a good time, and then just talking boxing. I I would listen to these guys talk for hours after fights were over about all the old school fights from the 60s and the 70s and stuff, you know, and that's what drew me to a lot of uh, channels on here was because a lot of them talked uh, about the old school stuff like that. Um, but man, I'm just like you guys, man. I done threw this thing away. I done threw this bitch out and <laughs> come back every time. You know, I'm, I'm a damn boxing simp. 
You know, like <laughs> I keep yep. coming back. Oh, man. got a sweet ass, bro. They, that's why you got to get back to it. You know. <laughs> oh man, it, we it, can't dude. leave it. We can't it, leave no. it. <laughs> it's too it, hard, it's, man. I tried, man. I really have, yeah. but I'm I'm still tying off right now. You know, like I'm hooked, man. I just I can't I can't do without it. You know. <laughs> I actually I actually walked away for a while. Yeah, and I did. And um, <clears throat> the good part was that I had a great team. Uh, with leaving the ring, you know, I had a uh, uh, Gabriel Montoya and Steve Kim, uh, Felipe Leon, <laughs> uh, Felipe Leon, and uh, Evan Rakowski from HBO. Um, I, I like that the, show. Yeah, Evan Rakowski does a great show. He's uh, an executive sports uh, uh, from HBX, you know, HBO when it was around. Um, and these guys, uh, kept it up for me. Like they were still going on air and, uh, because I, I didn't want to talk boxing. I, I was really, <sighs> I was tired of it. I, w- I was tired of the fans. Um, I was tired of the fights that were not being made. Um, I, I, you know, the whole overall, you know what I mean? And I needed to take that step back and kind of like, like find myself again with the sport. And, um, this year, um, which is crazy because the beginning of this year, you know, like, you know, when you think about it, I never really like considered, uh, leaving the ring to have like super fans or fans. God. I just kind of like thought like people listen, you know what I mean? Um, like I, I literally, and, and even though I was getting, I, I was getting like emails from folks that would say, Hey man, you saved me from suicide. Like if your show didn't go on and I didn't get to tune in and didn't hear you say this and this and that and talk like you kept me sane or so-and-so and so-and-so, right? It, it didn't hit me. Until like I was already um, to the point where I was like, ah, I'm not going to do this. I think I was gonna, I was at the point in the beginning of 2000, the end of 2018. I was like, uh, I'm going to sell it off. Then I started coming back a little bit in 2019. Then then at the end of two, 2019, I was doing it on my by, by myself, nobody else, and in a milk car who's out of New York, but living in London, who's always called in for like 10 years to yeah. leave in the ring. Um, he writes me an email and he's like, dude, I'm a, I mean, no, I'm a super fan. I'm listening to your show, Cedric, et cetera. Would, could you listen to my show with what I'm doing with my buddy, Kenny, that he decided to do? And, and I, I tuned in because I always do. If you ask me if you're a fan, uh, if you ask me, hey, can you tune in and da, 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 and can you like, you know, tell me what I'm doing wrong, blah, blah, blah. I'll do it. You know, sometimes I'll get the bad, you know, fuck you. What do you know? But you ask me. Um, and then he hit me back and he's like, dude, my, I, I, you know, I've always wanted to do a show uh, with you. Would you be willing to come on? And that's when I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't have an, a, a co-host right now. Um, I decided to drop everybody. Um, and well, not drop everybody. I decided to do a different route. I want, I wanted to go a different route. I was like, uh, would you want to do a show? And that's what re-sparked like my, my love for the sport was be, was being able to talk to somebody that had no, 
relations with the sport business. Right. Because I had, I have like, I, I, I dude, I could pick up the phone and talk to so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so, and so. And a lot of folks don't get this. When you have these relationships with so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so, they can drain you. Like they yeah. can literally drain the soul out of you because now you're knowing shit that if you're just a regular fan, you're like, well, I can't wait for this fight to happen. But you you already know you got that sixth sense. I was given the sixth sense that I never wanted. Right. And I had that, and I was like, fuck, man, I know this might even fucking happen because of this fucking reason, because this dickhead over here doesn't want to agree to this shit, blah, 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 blah. And that turned me off with the sport. Mm-hmm. You know, I would get, e- I used to get emails going like, man, I wish I was in your position. No, you don't. If I can go back and just be a fucking fan, I'd be a fan. Well, that's what I want to be. I, I, I don't want to be no more than a fan. Me, I, yeah, me personally, that's how we are. I really don't want to talk to fighters or nothing like that. Uh, you know, if I could talk to a legend here or there about, you know, something they did, but current yeah. fighters, I don't want to talk to them because I always want to, um, keep it as a fan because if you start getting to know these fighters and stuff like that then you're going to always have to hold something back and a lot of the people they build relationships with these fighters and when you build relationships with people then you have to hold back some certain things because now you have to worry about what that person gonna um if if that person's gonna be offended and all that i never held back though blood like i always said what was on my mind you know people i mean look if you're if you follow leaving the ring, you would remember when we posted when Golden Boy was trying to sue us. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Us I do remember that. Yes, you know, uh, we were talking about Floyd when Floyd outed himself out. You know, right. we were we were popping everybody with PEDs. You know, uh, um, but here's like okay, I'll give you a prime example. I remember Blood. Remember when you asked me, "Hey, come on your show, let's talk uh, uh, Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder." Remember that. Right, and I was saying on your show, it ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So right. you have to be the guy telling people that Santa ain't real. Yeah, and I'm telling you because this is the reason why the business is doing this and doing that. They're looking to do this. They're right. trying to build it wilder. The you know, etc., etc., etc. I was getting flooded with hate mail because I was telling you the truth. Has it happened? Has aging wilder happened? No. Nope. Still hasn't happened. Yeah, because I was telling you the truth, the fact that people like you, I mean, there was other YouTube channels that they were influencing other folks going like, oh, I talked to so-and-so and it's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. It, they're full of shit. They, they didn't talk to anybody right. because there's only a certain amount of people in PBC that you can speak to that are actually going to have knowledge about what they're doing, which I applaud PVC. You know, you know, as much as there's a lot of hate or what PVC has done or what they think, like people try to like, you know, you know, say they're doing, they did a lot of shit, right? They allow the fighters to speak, you know, you know, and, and, and the the fighters are the ones that the ones that, that were writing up their, their script of what they were going to do in history. Which we don't like. I mean, we don't like it, but yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot better than what Dzone and Eddie Hearn are doing. Which they right. decided to fucking open up the whole checkbook and let everybody know what they had in the bank, and it's biting them in the ass now. 
they, they, they messed up the market. You know what I mean? That's, that's, yeah. To me, that's that's what happened with that. I mean, this, this is something you kind of told me in G-Funky. Like, if you remember the first time I invited you to Hispanics Cause and Panic, you came on. We did a show. It was a great show. And, and I remember, like, just thinking, like, because, I mean, you've been doing Leave It in the Ring and all this stuff. And then I'm right. thinking, like, you know, I, I hope I hope he enjoyed the show. You know what I mean? Oh, I and, uh and you said you literally said like man this is the most fun i've had talking boxing yes in a long time because yep. it was just boxing fans talking boxing yeah. that's it you know what i mean yeah. no connections no conflict of interest because yeah. man i know all about the conflicts of interest bro you know i, I um i can't stand like i'm all i will say getting andre Jarrell on robodove radio with the conditions that we're setting forth, all I'm going to say is that Ashy Knuckles said, I ain't going to fucking do this shit. Yeah. Okay? Ain't nobody going to tell me what to ask. Okay. You know what I mean? So, so that, that's, so I know a lot about a, a lot of that stuff. And we were so naive, dude. Like, I, I remember asking Knuckles and myself, we were like, hey, fighters, if you want to be able to tell the truth, come and talk to me, blah, 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 blah. And, and the reality was that, not even the fighters want to tell you the truth. Yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna PC whatever they're gonna say, uh, and that's why, like, even to this day, like, I'll get like certain, um, and there's here's the crazy part. Like, I'll hear somebody on your show or this show or that show that they go, "Oh, I talked to the manager, but I talked to this guy." You're so full of shit because it's a very small circle of people, you know. PRs, there's not that many in boxing. Manager, there's not that many. And if you're a manager, like I don't know about, that means you're like the fucking fifth down in the down tier manager. Right. You, you know what yeah. I mean? You know, and so so these guys are they, there's a script that they're being told. This is what you could say, and this don't say this. Even publicists are telling you. I mean, I mean, look, and that's why I lost my love with the sport. Um, I was excited to interview fighters. I was excited to sit down and talk to them. I was excited to go to the gyms and do this and that. But then when it got to like, uh, uh, um, I was being told by a high profile fighter at that time, you know, um, hey, I need you to write out your questions. And I was like, why? I don't do that. That's not the way I work. Like I see guys now that do podcasting that they'll put up, they'll post a picture of all the, uh, uh, how they script everything. Not not interviews, but how they script it. I don't do that. I've never yeah. done it. You know, I like to be more organic of what I'm going to do. So when they told me that, I was like, I don't do that. You know, and they told me straight up, well, then you I, you can't interview him. You know, we, we that, can't. That is that, that that's crazy. And that's one of the reasons I got out of the podcast thing. You know, what's going on? Yeah. Type? We're going to wrap it up in a little bit. But how you doing, bro? Yeah, I just wanted to say peace to all you guys, man. It's good to hear all you guys back on together. And, uh, you know, if this is one positive thing that came out of this situation, then uh, I'm very yeah. happy about that. You know, I remember listening to, uh, of course, Blood first. And then um, when he got with 97 Rough, I was always a supporter and commenting and, and – making videos along with alongside of you guys and D style as well. So I, I've just been enjoying this whole conversation tremendously. And, uh, you know, it's one of the few silver linings to the clouds that are 
flying over all our heads right now. <laughs> Let me point this out really quick, too. Just really no. quick. And I don't know if Blood remembers this conversation that we had when we were doing Leader of the Ring. But you remember telling me, you're like, I, I don't really care about interviewing fighters, man. I just want to talk boxing. Yes. And I, I think Blood really honestly, with, the, with this schedule, um, because I think I, I mean, no, I don't. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I think you would have made the time to to make it fit in your schedule. But I really, truly believe that you, like Blood, just didn't want to do. That's not something he wanted to participate. He just wanted to do it because I had asked him to do it. I yeah. think I think Blood exactly. never yep. really, never really was that type of. He just wanted to talk boxing. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he he wasn't all yeah. out there trying to be famous and talk to fighters and ingratiate himself and all that kind of stuff. And that's what drew me to both of you guys, honestly, uh, as well as D style, you know, like, you know, there was just a purity. I went with it. Yeah. That's, 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 it's been lost. Too, I, I want to go around right now and ask all of you, it's going to be a little bit of a tough question. You know what I mean? But in all your YouTube, specifically on YouTube, hmm. tell me one regret you have, like a beef or a video you did, something you said or something. I want to start with you, 97. Rough. With me? Yeah. Like, Is there any regret you had? Something you could take back. You could go back and like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't have said this or done that or maybe, maybe whatever it is. Any yeah. regret? Only regret I have, and it's none of those, like nothing I ever said um, uh, or, or did. Uh, the only regret I have was leaving YouTube and just going solely podcasting uh, because for a minute I forgot my roots. And, and you know, that's fucked up. I left a lot of my uh, subscribers that were true to me that didn't want to go pod. They didn't want to go that route of podcasting and I abandoned them. That's my, that's one of my biggest regrets. Okay. What about you? Blood? I feel kind of the same as um 97 rough. I did abandon a lot of subscribers and that's why I have 4,000 dead subscribers now because we actually, we brought those subscribers in several years ago with leaving in the ring and, um, what you was doing over there too with Ropa Dope. We're the ones who brought that group of subscribers in and we did pretty much abandon those subscribers because I went away too and I wasn't consistent and I was getting channels suspended left and right. And um, I think my biggest regret was the way I handled some of the suspensions um, because some of those, my original channel probably could have had a lot of momentum and um, you know, I got involved in a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have got involved in a lot of stupid Beefs. So I have so many of them. I would say overall, just getting involved in um in um YouTube beefing and things like that because we we were at the very beginning, and I think that if we were trying to be popular channels and things like that, um, we would have did things differently. But we didn't care about that back at that time. Like like ninety seven rough said, ninety seven rough had all the fighters for me to talk to. I could have talked to anyone I wanted to. He told yep. me that hey, I get you anybody. But at that time, 
he remembers the conversations we had. And, you know, um, I just wanted to talk to y'all. I didn't even want to talk to the fighters. It's not for everybody. And it, it, it was never for me to talk to the fighters or anything like that. I just wanted to talk boxing, man. I, I think I did get involved in a little bit of too much of the immature stuff. You know what I'm hey, saying? There's one thing that we never did, though. Here's, here's one thing that we can always say we never did. We never bought subscribers. No, we never did none of that. We never bought the subscribers. We actually saw all those big sites come in, and they would come in with 5,000, 10,000 subscribers because yeah, yeah. we was there before all of those guys, and we saw them, how they grew and how they grew with absolutely nothing. So we knew what they were doing, and they, they saw it as a money thing coming into the gate. We mm -hmm. didn't see it as a money thing. Like me and 97 Ruff was having some conversations over the phone, and I couldn't believe that I could talk to somebody who knew about Larry Holmes and all these right. other people. So it ended up being like that, that we just took it to the ear. That's all we did. We never talked. You remember those early discussions, Ruff? Did we ever say anything about any money or anything like yeah. that? We never yeah. spoke money. We never talked about none of that. We just loved the fucking sport. So a lot of those people who come in here with the uh, mentality of making money, they have to understand that we don't fall into that equation, okay? Because yeah. we started this shit and we had no intentions on becoming famous, of getting money, and that's not the route we took because if we took that route, I'm pretty sure we'll all be in a different place now. But I'm glad that it ended up the way it, it ended up because I don't want the pressure on me of having to talk to fighters and having to talk to famous people and stuff like that. It's just not my personality. I would prefer to yeah. come on here and just talk to you guys. Now, these sometimes, fans, I want to knock I'm, your ass I'm, out. I'm, 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 the majority of these UH fans, I want to um, hit them upside the head. I want to take this, yeah. take, <laughs> take my hand and just hit all of them upside the motherfucking head sometime. But it's all good, though, bro. We still here. Yeah. We're going to say hello. And what's I your regret, saying, bro? What's your some, regret? I, I was sometime. All right. Before I get to my regret, I was just going to build on a little bit of what Blood was saying. Um, sometimes when you talk to those kind of people, it leaves you beholden. And it, it messes with the purity of what you're really saying. Because in order to have the access like that, sometimes, you know, there's, there's caveats with that. But... Um, Leaving that aside, my biggest regret is getting with my baby mama. Secondly, okay. <laughs> uh, secondly, <laughs> secondly. Yeah, boxing and a baby mama. Oh, I'm Ooh. with you on that one, brother. I'm with you on that one. My first one. My first one. <laughs> yeah, my, my first, first one, one too. I only got one. So, um, <laughs> secondly, uh, there was this one time where I was searching boxing. This is like probably before I even heard of blood i looked up boxing on youtube and there was this guy who was unboxing some gucci sneakers and uh, <laughs> i really went off on him because i was looking for boxing you know i was yeah. like i want to see you know leonard Hagler. i want to see you know holmes ali this uh, so i i clicked on this video that was uh unboxing some gucci sneakers and i like in the because at that time i was like mostly a commenter um i just went ham on this guy and then i thought about it overnight and the next day i learned a big lesson i i apologized to the guy i was like dude really this wasn't your fault i was just upset 
because I was looking for actual boxing stuff and you had this unboxing video. That's when <laughs> unboxing unboxing videos were like the thing at that time. It was like, oh, I just went shopping, shopping hauls and all that. And uh, I, I, I called them all kinds of names that I'm not going to repeat now because I don't want to get de-styled, demonetized. Uh, okay. I'm like, dude, you're like oh you you're feminine blah 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 you know what i'm saying oh man so yeah. so right. i regretted so that. you were talking to the guy from fight hub that's what you were doing when he was no no no, no it, wasn't him. it wasn't it was before <laughs> fight hub ever existed i'm talking vegas I'm talking back in the days of tygb you fucking vegan how dare you open up god damn some some gucci sneakers and i was like what the hell are you like hey, why man. are you bragging about this anyway i regretted that severely and that taught me a good lesson because when i felt bad the next day and i apologized to the guy i'm like i don't ever want to do this again I don't ever want to have to like apologize to somebody again right. for, for went off coming off like an asshole. Him. Excuse me. I'll lady. tell you what, well, you're a better man than me. I wouldn't give a fuck. I would have been. Yeah. I no, I felt, I felt bad, dude. He's he was like, like, I was just, I was just buying my sneakers. I thought it was me. <laughs> I was Yo, like, oh, man. <laughs> That's all right. Me feel bad. I was gonna say the only hey, time, the only time I got upset with somebody deboxing something is that time when I saw G Funk do it on the internet deboxing his goddamn lawnmower. I was upset about that. Like, look yeah, at yeah, this. It's, it's probably one of those deluxe lawnmowers. Right? He bought yeah. a smart lawnmower, bro. Like, hey, you guys just wait. You, you just wait till I start hey, hey, making videos about that. G Funk. <laughs> other than. Challenging me to a debate and losing every time. Other than that, what are what is your biggest regret, man? Being on YouTube since you've been on YouTube. So we're in speedos. <laughs> oh man! Well, you know what? I'll be honest with you, man. I don't really have any regrets of any videos or anything that I said. Because sounds like a rich Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I've always, you know, I've always spoke from the heart, man. When I've done videos. Um, and you know, I don't really. I just feel like whatever it is I said, it's just that's just the way I felt about it. Um, I and don't get me wrong, I've been petty at times, especially with uh, the the Pacquiao fans and the, the Canelo fans, especially them recently. <laughs> but um, other than that, you know, I think <laughs> one of my one of my regrets though is is something that was kind of out of my control was when I had to take a break from YouTube for a couple of years. Um, after my daughter was born, you know, I, my channel was really small at that time. I think I only had like 120 subs, but those, those guys, man, I'm telling you, they, they would come and we would have good conversations. And when I, when I went away for a couple of years, I came back like, man, a lot of those guys are gone now. Like, I don't yeah. even know these dudes don't make videos or nothing, you know? I'm like, like I was the only one watching your videos. <laughs> I know, man. When I came back, <laughs> I came back, I made one video, I was like, hey, I'm back. And then D-Style was like, hey, what's up, bro? You want to do a show? <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm good with that, you know? And then we've been going hard ever since. I think it's probably been about a year now since we've been doing it, D-Style, you and I. And um, I'm glad that you offered, uh, gave me the opportunity, man, because uh, I feel like I've, I've gained another loyal fan base uh, or subscriber base uh, to my channel. And that's that's really that was really my only goal was to come here, 
listen to guys talk boxing and talk boxing myself. But I want to say something about blood, man. I remember what rattling you... noise, though. What, what is that? Oh, that's my daughter in the back. Oh, okay, oh, right. yeah. Right. No, um, I feel like an asshole and shit. All right, I'll shut. <laughs> <laughs> my, my bad. The wife stepped that's out for right. a minute, so I'm here with her by myself. But that's right. I remember blood. I remember when you called out some of those big channels about they're big now but i remember when they first started you called them out about buying those subscriptions man oh yeah i remember oh, yeah. that shit dude i remember that i knew it i knew it back then man and you know yeah. you see what happened you know what i'm saying i told you and what they was doing is they was just using imagery because that's what people do they use imagery to fool people into making them appear hot and you know, and they fell for it. People fell for it, and I knew they were going to fall for it. But Dude, that used yeah. to make blood fucking hot. He would call me. Remember this blood? You would call me like, "Hey man, I need you to go and look at this channel. Tell me if you think they bought the goddamn subscribers." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me know. Uh, oh, it was guys, so stupid uh, to do. You know, it was just so dumb to do this. But it doesn't bother me anymore. But back yeah. then it did. I was like, what's your purpose? We came here to talk boxing, and you guys yeah. are coming around. And now some of these same guys that I called out, um, just like you said, bro, I called them back. I called them out in like 2011, 2012. The guys that you're talking about, I know yeah. exactly who you're talking about. And I called those guys out back then, and now they're out there pushing trash out into um, the boxing community. They're right. pushing trash out there. Yeah, I'm not going like no to no say no names. I have regrets too. Like, hola. Okay, let's like, chill. But, but me regret. Yeah. So, so I have a couple. So one, I, very similar to you, I, I did. I abandoned a whole subscriber base because I went to block. Like there was a time where it was lucrative to go to Block Talk, right? Because because yeah. it was live. Like YouTube didn't have live. You know, it was right. all recording. It was this shit. I was tired of this shit. I just wanted to go on and talk. That's it. I don't want to edit anything. I'm editing more now than ever, okay, with Squirrel Style. You guys check that out. Okay, but so that's number one. I have a lot of dead, like, I get, what you call them, blood? Dead subscriber base? Like, like yeah. accounts yeah. that just don't have anybody anymore. Um, it's, 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 they're there. Like, I don't know what it is. And not only that, a lot of them, they created that stupid bell button, okay? So when I came back, anyone who subscribed to me before is not getting notifications that D-Style's on. Like, I still get people today, like, hey, whoa, D-Style, you're still doing this shit? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> like, I've been subscribed to you. Well, yeah, like, yes, I'm on. But, but anyway, so that's one. But one, man, I, I still remember, do you guys remember the boxing voice? And not, not the podcast now, the, the, the original boxing voice. The boxing oh, yeah. voice. I remember with the big yeah, yeah. boxing voice. Yeah, like. Is it a the one that you and your boy JR went in on? You and your boy JR? Yeah. yeah. Your boy JR, man. Don't think about him. Yeah. JR, bro, like me and JR used to, like, troll a lot. We were, the, like, the original trolls and shit, okay? We'd go after the, the difference was, It was. The the boxing voice and the other one is the boxing voice. Box, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. so I, I I went at it hard with him and I got and I got really personal with him and he went on rope a dope and and I, I mean I shouldn't have done it you know what I mean and, and till this day I owned up to it you know I ended up apologizing to the guy but that, that that's probably one of the worst things I ever did the way I went at him and stuff. It's you like know, your uh, version of the Gucci sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, but this was like, it got heated. You know what I mean? And now he did do some stuff that gave me reason to. Uh, he but was corny and shit sometimes. I don't he know if good. you guys remember when this happened. Um, I still don't think I did anything wrong. But, like, I knew what he was doing. He was pandering to pack tarts. Okay? Because that right. I wouldn't apologize for. <laughs> okay? But and I, remember blood, I remember Blood called me after this happened, but it was, like, this big scandal, bro. Because I said, like, it just came out wrong the way I said it. And I said something like, bro, stop taking advantage of and lying to these people that are subscribed to you, bro. They're people, too. Like, I said something like that. Yeah. And they, they thought I was attacking Filipinos. All right. Oh, fuck you, dude. Come on, dude. Yeah, like it, it was this big <laughs> thing. How did they get there? They, they wanted they me to there come there out and there. apologize. And like, I like. I, well, what was I, the. I, well, explain the connection there because I don't get it. Well, bec- well, the reason it was a connection because they made up the connection. That's why. All right. A Filipino channel came out and said that they used to say that Filipinos were not human. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, what does that have to do with me? Like that, that, you know what I mean? I had nothing to do with that. It had nothing to do with the conversation. All right. And that was yeah. one of the first incidents that I remember where people started putting words in, because that's the thing now, putting words in people's mouths. You know, uh, but but that that's probably the biggest regret I have, like that whole thing that happened. Well, the, I think what people forget is that <clears throat> the first off, I think Blood was the one that coined the packed hearts, if I if I'm not mistaken. Actually, right. I wasn't. I, I can't take mouth. credit for that one. Who no, was it? That was Filthy Mouth. It was Filthy was Mouth. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I, I forgot about it. And that was on YouTube. It was not on, that's where it was first oh. said. Well, okay. So going back with that, um, I mean, they used to contradict themselves so bad. Like, I remember when Manny. Filthy Mouth uh, was an entertaining channel, man. I'm sorry. He was, that dude. Guy, uh, got yeah, no, he was. He community was. Because. Yeah. He uh, he, he really brought remember. you know a new energy into the game. Yep. Yeah, because he was not trying to be politically correct. He was just like, I'm gonna say what the fuck I want to say on my mind, and I'm gonna go for it, and it was great, you know. And I remember like the 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 Pacquiao fan base at that time. A lot of them they didn't even watch boxing because if you would say like, well, you know, when did you start watching fights? And like, oh, when Pacquiao fought Pereira, Morales, and that's as far as their knowledge would go. Right. Um, but I remember like they would say like about about Manny that what he wasn't very smart and and but he was gonna be a congressman. And I used to be like, You you guys are contradicting yourselves here, you know. So I remember that. Like that was like I think that was the first sign of of the fang what what do you call it? D style, the, the fangers or something like that, right? Like the the, the guys that just didn't the fangers. They, yeah, yeah, they were just gonna follow what their fighter was gonna do. They didn't care about anything. Yeah, dude, I can't hear uh, anybody but you, so I'm I'm gonna jump off. Okay. but it was All a right. pleasure. All right, bro. Uh, Take it easy, Apple. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, let me ask. Let me ask you guys this: You guys remember the little kid that used to talk boxing that was trying to be like a Max Killerman? Yes, yes, I do remember him. What was what his name? <laughs> What happened what to that kid, man? I don't I don't remember, I, I don't I don't remember. remember. He was a little kid. He was a yeah. little kid, like with his okay. dad. His dad with would his do dad. that. Yeah, you don't come on, D Style. You gotta remember him. 
No, I don't remember What's him actually. Name no. again, he though, remember, he was yeah. Maybe you say the name. Maybe I'm not making the Max oh. Callerman connection, but yeah, yeah. He used to get like his dad would put the camera in front of him and everything was scripted, and he would like read it like off. And in the beginning, everybody thought, like, oh shit, this kid's got some knowledge, but it wasn't. His dad would write everything down and right. they put and then when he became a teenager, because it, it was cute, because he'd be like this little kid, he'd be like Oh yeah, so 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 far, blah, 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 blah. and then when he became oh, a teenager, okay. I remember now. Yeah, you remember that? And then he yeah. goes, like, oh, yeah, but and then just kind of like, okay, this fucker's reading off a cue card. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Hey man, I seen him years you. later, rough. And I saw him years later, and he was like, he's like a grown man now. Some shit. I did. <laughs> yeah. I saw, I saw him like some years pilot. later. And he was like, um, he was well, he was he was like fifteen or something, tall and shit. So it was yeah. a lot of people grew up on our shit. People come to me all the time and say, hey, man, I used to listen to you when I was in high school or some shit like yeah. that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Holy shit. Man, dude, um, you guys remember Renegade Rousey? Remember that guy? Renegade Rousey. What's Why does that sound so goddamn familiar, bro? It was like, dude, he was so energetic, bro. He, like, it was oh, so- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Show, like yeah, I was like, what the hell? Like, what yeah, this crazy, the yeah. He yeah, would make those boring fights sound like it was at war or some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, You're talking about um, cell bl- um, 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 the CPB twenty three. Well, that was another guy. Um, it was the best boxing show. Eat the eat the um, what's that shit? Um. That he'll do at the beginning of the CP. He came on to leave it in the ring. You remember yeah, he yeah, was yeah, saying yeah, um, like, 97, uh, 97 rough. He was saying check that um check that Roy Jones yeah. was the greatest fighter ever. The guy who I came on to leave it in the ring. Yes, remember that guy? I remember. Yes, I remember. <laughs> Him. Yeah. yeah. What about wouldn't pass oh, back then? Like I'm telling you right now, bro, like 2010, 2011, man, ain't no broad gonna come on here. Not know what the fuck she's talking about, okay, and get away with it. You know what I mean? Ain't no, no there was no passes, bro. You have to know no. what the fuck you're talking about, or or you're fucking out. It doesn't work like that no more. But but it is what it is. You know, like I I, I remember that. Uh, I remember the authenticity and and, and all that, man. Hey, it's been great, guys. Uh, we've been on for about an hour and forty minutes. It doesn't feel like it. Wow. Uh, you know, man, I didn't know. But l- let me tell you some man. This this. We didn't even plan this show. You know what I mean? We didn't even talk about no. the show. We just came on here and just, just started talking. Look at where we are. You know what I mean? And that's just that that's the way it should be, really. You know, at the end of the day. And um and, and what I will say is this, and I don't care what anybody says or any of that. I know the history of this shit because I was around since 2007 before I was making videos when I was just with someone watching. Pound for pound and all this stuff, and then blood boxing, nice and rough. I think me and nice and rough came around the same time, but like we built this shit, bro. This boxing talk thing on YouTube, we built it. Like, and when I say me, I mean like us and Budasai and all the other guys that aren't around no more. You know what I mean? Like, like that. That's that's what I'll say about that. Well, shadow of a doubt. Okay, so so you know a lot of these, you know. There's channels out there that want to like own the term YTBC. No, nobody owns that term. That just means the community that talks boxing on YouTube. That's all that means. Right. So yeah. that's all I'll say about that, man. But 
Yeah, some people hijacked that term for sure. But yeah. I remember those days, man. Those are the best times. I remember man. blood will make it the YTBC's dead video, like like every two months, bro. Remember that blood? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because everyone kept leaving, and I was so upset because no new people at one time, no one was coming in to replace the people who left. You remember? Yeah. We were all these people then start flooding in until about 2011, 2012. That's when they started the flood in. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, man, guys, man, what was it? Men take bubble baths. Remember that guy? Oh, oh, oh yeah. boy. Yes, yes, oh, boy. That dude went like was a lot of people in one, bro. It was like the most bizarre thing. Like he was hey, like man. a he was like a super big Mayweather fan, an Andre Ward fan. You know what I mean? And then he turned into this white supremacist channel, like out of nowhere. Oh yeah, you know what's that crazy? Dude, shut I, his I, channel I, down so many times, man. There, his favorite yeah. fighter lose, he's out. And he comes back a few months later. You know, <laughs> I think I was telling you, D Style or somebody, I helped them out. I, I, I actually uh, took them to go interview a few fighters, and um, I had because we had to travel, so I rented the room and everything. And uh, he would listen, and as soon as I said something he did not like about Gennady Golovkin, all of a sudden I was an enemy. It was crazy. Oh yeah, that's all it takes with Suds. Yeah. Dude, that's all it takes now, bro. You know how I many people I say yeah. I, I, I yeah. do want criticism about the favorite fighter? Ah, I'm unsubbing. This bullshit. You don't know boxing yeah. and then they unsub. That's a yeah. good thing now. Yeah. I give yeah. props though. I give props though to that guy, like the big ragu that used to come on and sing oh, in the beginning. Big ragu, yeah. Yeah, he was a big packed hard, but uh he never like yeah. uh, fell into like trying to talk to other YouTubers. Remember that? Like he was like the startup. I'm like a I don't want to be part of the boxing community. Yeah. I know exactly who I am. Right. Yep. Well, you remember the YTBC awards and all that? That guy, Viral Viral Solutions, yes. came around and did the YTBC awards. And yeah. then that, that started breaking us up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they started making it competitive. That started making – I saw that as the beginning to the end, really, because that yeah. started making it competitive. Well, we didn't have no, that. We weren't, even, we weren't even in in the category. Remember that shit? We were like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Where are we at?" <laughs> Man, yeah, I remember that. I remember what he. I do remember his. Um, do you remember that series he did? The like, what was it called? Like, I love boxing. Whatever the fuck. I love called. boxing. We all had to do our. Own. I love boxing. But that was like boxing. Awesome, he did, this is boxing, wasn't it? It was like. This is boxing or some shit. This is boxing, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I'm honest, I think I had the best one. But other than that, it is all pretty good. <laughs> well, I had Jimi Hendrix playing in the backdrop of mine, oh, bro. Shit, okay. hey, Hendrix, baby. That's right. But the hey, fuck but you guys. Me, so I can't even say if I had that video. He never asked me and stuff. But he had Ellie Setback, who he I think he gave him an award when the guy was like, hadn't even put in work at the time. You remember that? No. no oh, yeah, I, I remember that. I remember. Man. Hey man, you guys can't mention men take bubble baths without mentioning Tito Garcia, man. Oh Remember yeah, R.I.P. to Tito Garcia. R.I.P. Man, but he went, yeah, he went at his head, boy. I remember that. I exposed him. He did, but you know nowadays people have no shame. So you expose them, they have no shame. You know what I mean? So right, what we can do. But man, this has been great, guys. I want to do it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Throwback Thursday. I want to do it again. I think the old guard needs to, you know, so some of these young channels need to like 
you know, learn how it's done. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. But, <laughs> uh, but hey, Chief Funky, give us some quick thoughts, bro. Hey, man, I just want to say it's good to see you guys uh, talking here, man. I just want to chime in, throw my two cents in. I mean, I've been around for almost 10 years now, but you guys have been around a lot longer than me. So, you know, hey, uh, I love it, man. Thanks for having me on. Salute to all you guys, man. Thank you. Peace out, you fucky. Hey, 97 rough, bro. Just, you know, what are thoughts on this video, man? Some throwback. Great time, man. Uh, long overdue, you know, having a saw on and stuff. And uh, I think it was great. I think it's great to, like, reminisce, yeah. you know. And uh, I think we have a lot of stories still. I mean, did I think we could, if we Dude, wanted, I, I really do want to like, uh, and not to cut you up, but I like, I, like, we get Carlito on here. We get Beeb, Ashy Knuckles. Yeah. You know what I mean? If Blood could find Budasai or something, maybe we would drag him on here or something. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. find him. I got his number. I still got his number. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll contact him. Yeah, I mean, I think we can all get on here and just like kind of reminisce about. Um, it was never beefs. Like we didn't have beefs. Like I remember I had this thing against with, I mean, not against um, me. I did a, uh, uh, like blood was saying, like, you can like tag somebody. Ashley Knuckles did it to me and I did it back to him. And we had a great debate. Like we didn't agree on something, but we had our points and stuff. And, um, nowadays, like you just can't do that with folks. Like everybody has to be right. Like there's no, there's, there's not a conversation at all. You know, but um, this was great, man. Like going back and just like reminiscing, it just not only does it remind me of why I started to do it, but it reminds me of all the great people that I've met throughout my time of doing this, you know, um, you know, because I consider like blood one of my really good friends, even though like we're not like in contact with each other all the time. But it's just crazy. Like we could still pick up where we left off, you know, exactly. you yep. know, and stuff. That's right. Right, Blood. What you think, man? Give us some final thoughts, Blood, before I wrap this one up. Hey, man, this was a great show, Throwback Thursday. I'd like to come and um, talk with you guys again. And we do. We have many more stories. There's so many more memories that we have because for about a three-year period, man, I ran with you guys, you know, two or three years from like 07 to two, um, 2010. So we got a lot of discussion to pick up on. I'd like to get some of the old guys on that. I don't know what happened to David Chen. What happened to David Chen, oh, bro? Oh, I still I'm still in contact with David Chen, man. You he know? called me about five years ago. I talked yeah, to him about five or six years ago. But. Yeah, we gotta get David on. David was part of Leaving Ring, like he was the producer. I mean, right, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, yep. he, he's a big part of what where uh Leaving Ring went. And and Dave was just dude, Dave is one of the by far one of the kindest heart uh kindest people I've ever met, man. He's got a great big, 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 big heart and stuff, you know. Dude, like, uh, what I remember about his channel is, um, remember that leather sofa? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, but, like, dude, he was one of the best I ever seen to break down, like, the science of a fight. You know what I mean? And nine out of ten times, he was on point, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, dude, if you got to really think about it, I I think a lot of folks in the beginning of YouTube uh, were, I think that's the mistake I see guys now is that they're going off of like the favoritism of a fighter. Like they're going off right. their purse, how much they make. Uh, guys that you see now, I mean, got in the, and when we were doing it, it was really, they were analyzing the styles. 
it's a huge difference. You know, I, I mean, look, let me tell you this. I'm more comfortable and more confident debating a guy of this era than I was from guys that started on YouTube. Yeah. Right. And I understand I knew, why. I knew I, have, I knew I had to have like my shit. I had to be on point. I had to look at things, make sure like, okay, did I make a mistake? Yep. Did you second guess me? Like, am I second guessing myself about something? Where guys nowadays, you know, I mean, I mean, I had a fucking guy earlier today tell me about Ryan Garcia and make. And he was trying to compare Ryan Garcia's resume to Canelo, and I'm like, uh, dude, Canelo had forty plus fights in the twenties because he was like, well, you know, Canelo didn't do a lot of shit when he was in in uh, in twenty years old. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's, it's crazy. You know, so they don't do the research, man. They don't. Yep. They don't. Unfortunately, yeah, man. I, I'll see about like I do want to get Beeb and Ice and Rough, so so we can kind of go back to that show, man. Like I, just, oh, I love we that. About it. Like, we can laugh about <laughs> you it. You just want to start shit. That's what you want. Like I want to play the clip. Why you have that clip? Oh my god, that's it's a bad. Around, clip, I'll find it. The, what did he sell? All right. Yeah. If I found that, don't know, exist. I think even I think I think even blood even told me like you crossed the line when you said that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember blood saying, "Man, y'all not even talking boxing no more." <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but hey, man, that was a heated argument, man. Shit, I was trying to break it up. Yeah. God, dog. Right. I was young, man. I mean, look, I was, uh, dude. At that time, I mean, I was like, I was, I mean. I mean, like, we were in our 30s. We were in our, we were in our 30s at the time. We were in our early 30s. And you guys were like my age. Then. Yeah. And I was still out for blood. Like, I was willing to go to the juggler. I didn't give a shit. You know, I didn't really like kind of like think things over. Um, I said what I said. And, and um, that's just who, that's who I am. That's all. I've always been like that. But now I'm like, I'm more conscious of what I say because the fact is that, you know, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. Like, I don't. You know, I don't want to try to hurt somebody's feelings. But at that time, I was like, dude, I got heated. You know, and yeah, people we were talking about feelings back then, bro. Yeah, yeah. We, I didn't give a shit about what you said. You know, <laughs> I'm more I'm, 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 I'm more, I'm more in that, 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 in that position. I, I want to be more sarcastic, but at the same time, give you a chance to Correct. explain your position and stuff. You know, before I go, you're a fucking idiot, man. Before I say that, you know what I mean? You know. And also, did, didn't Budasai and Rob, Rob the Riddler have a beef too, if I remember? Yeah, they did. did. Yeah. Because I, I hate to say it, bro, but sometimes a body banger would say things that just weren't correct. Like he was way off on something. <laughs> and I remember Riddler. <laughs> really the last time we talked on the phone, I was talking to um, Body Banger like about five years ago. And he was telling me about um, Keith Thurman and all these other guys. And he was saying the names wrong then. And I was oh, like, shit. I was like, you're not keeping up with this shit, are you? He said, Hell no, man. It's oh, too many champions. So many champions. I think he was kind of a casual guy <laughs> that just loved to talk boxing. You know what I'm saying? You know, Budasai was one of those guys that that I mean, he I think we knew this that he was not a hundred percent true boxing fan. He found a niche, which boxes is a niche, he jumped on it. And the, the 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 flaw of the internet, I mean, well, with if anybody, if you get on the internet, the flaw would be like you can get easily exposed if you're not a true boxing fan. 
right. you know, like I used to tell people before, like, you know, blood's a historian. You remember that blood? I say this, this guy's a historian. He knows his shit. You want to, I know a lot more now than I knew back then. I tell you, <laughs> you know, when I'm on leaving the ring talking, I remember Gabriel Montoya would say like Dave, like he would ask me if somebody came out talking about an old fighter, be like, uh, Dave, you remember this? Because even Gabriel didn't go that far back, right? With boxing, I did, you know, because I watched everything. You know, I'm a Jack Johnson fan. You know, I, I watched everything. Uh, uh, Salvador Sanchez is my favorite fucking fighter of all times. I can I can sit there and and and, and tell you his how he he stands and how he does this. I, I love the guy. And uh, you know what? Let me ask you something while you're bringing up Sanchez, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm not to cut you off, but Sanchez had a really weird style, man. It's like this guy would come in, and he didn't really probe off a jab. He didn't come in off a jab all the time. He could no. come in and fight off a hook, all kind of crazy. He could do it all, Salvador Sanchez. He was, it but up, what, really, what really amazed me was how he would establish distance without probing. How, yeah. how do you do that kind of shit? Now I can see why Roy Jones said that's his favorite fighter. Yeah, because he can establish distance without even probing and shit. Salvador you know, Sanchez. You know what's crazy? Like when I hear people go, like you know, they call Lomachenko. Like Lomachenko was a great. He's a good fighter. I mean, he's a great fighter. Okay, great footwork. But when I hear folks go, like, I've never seen footwork like this. And I'm like, well, then you must have started watching the you know boxing because Penel Whitaker had phenomenal footwork. Yeah. Nobody was able to do shit like Fernando Whitaker. Right, right. Thank you, Salvador Sanchez. You know, Salvador understood, like, if I missed, let's just say this. If he missed with his jab to make his right hand even much of, of, of like, a distant ranger, he switched to his left. Stuck yeah. out his right hand as a jab to stop you from countering so then he could throw his left. Yeah. Those are like tricks in the bag that, and, and he and he didn't start doing that. I mean, he watched, he watched mm -hmm. the old fighters. You know, when we go back, like you were talking about, like you know, fighters that were losing and and and, and that would fight like thirty times in a month. I mean, man, a, a lot of a lot of fight fans at this time and era don't even understand that there was fighters that fought hundred and fifty rounds. You don't think they figured something out in those 150 yeah. rounds to go and teach somebody else? There was fighters that were teaching kings and presidents. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, you know, boxing yeah. at a time was an art form. Like, okay, I'll give you a perfect example. Go to a, 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 a like a dojo or of like in, in the jitsu and all this stuff, right? They have a family tree. Mm. Boxing had at, at one time had that. Like, you could go back and go, like, who did you train with? Oh, I trained with this guy, that trained this guy, and trained that guy. Boxing just all of a sudden, for some reason, just got, like, completely lost in the wilderness of bullshit. Yeah. Mixed martial arts didn't do that. They've kept true. Well, not mixed martial arts, but, like, certain, like, uh, a certain. Uh, yeah, uh, Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Like, yeah. Certain arts, they stay true. Halo Gracie, Halo Gracie, and the tree's there, like you see. Exactly. The tree's there. You know, we need to go back to that. I, yeah. I truly believe that, you know, like, we need to go back. There's fighters right now that I see, and I go, fuck, dude. Like, you know, when you, like, you don't hear people go, like, well, I don't like doing fantasy. I don't like doing fantasy fights. But I can tell you this. I know a lot of my fighters that I admire and grew up with will beat the shit out of a lot of these guys that are out there right now. 
Man, they're not built the same, bro. It's not like, being built the same. They're not being taught the same. There's a difference. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I'm getting at, right? Like, yeah. but man, Ryan, like a dude like Ryan Garcia would be food. Okay, in other eras, it's the way I see it. You know what I mean? Well, I just, cool. Like I look, like I have guys that are like to email me all the way. They're like, oh, you know, you're a hater. I'm not a hater, of Ryan Garcia. I, you know, I think people confuse me. Asking questions. That's or, a new school term, bro. Right. right. You're, yeah. a, you're a fucking hater. Like, you know, uh, you know, you don't have the patience because you're an older guy. Like, what are you fucking talking about, man? Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have the patience. I mean, I never got to see an Aaron Pryor versus fucking Leonard. Right. You know, I wanted to see that fight, you know. So, yeah. you know, so what I'm saying is like, look, Ryan Garcia can be a like Devon Alexander. You know, you know who called it and said this guy's it's too early for this guy? It's too early for this guy to step in with Timothy Bradley. You know who mm-hmm. called it? Who said who said the exact who said this guy, it's too soon. I'm gonna it, it, it's gonna destroy destroy his career and he's not gonna end, it, it, uh, uh, become a great fighter. You know who called it? Bradley himself, no? Bradley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bradley said it. He's like, he's not ready for me. But I'm going to give it to them because they're offering the right amount of money. Yep. You know? And what happened at the dome, the silver dome? Nobody showed up. Yeah. Right. And let me tell you, man, this this type of talk was like normal 10 years ago. Um, yeah. Like, I know, like, there's a lot of, you know, you know, because p- people come in, they, they don't, you know, and they think like, oh, I'm going to show people about the history of boxing. Like, man, we've been talking about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like a thing that we've been talking about. And uh, that's why it's good to always take it back. Hey, guys, uh, I want to thank you, too, for coming on, man. I appreciate it. All right? Yeah. Really do. And uh, let's do it again, man, and uh, find some of these dudes. I can definitely get, like, Ashy Knuckles. Uh, but I, I do want to do that Joe Habib and, 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 and just revisit. Well, when is that scheduled, these now? When is the Joe Habib going to be on here with us? When Beeb going to be on here? Let's just do it next week. Let's do it on Throwback Thursday. I'll let Beeb know we could do it around the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll sir. play the audio, and then I just want, like, their live reaction to it. I know. Because I, I promise everybody, man, you've never seen something like that live on a stream. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, you have. I mean, if you've been listening to the ring, when I went at it with the WBC president, Jose Suleiman, when I went at it with Canelo, you've, you've heard it before. <laughs> Remember you and Blood going at it when Blood wanted, I think Blood wanted Shane Mosley to fight Pacquiao or something, no? Something like that? We went at it a couple of times. Yeah. Me, me and 97 Rough went at it all the time. I'm leaving in the ring. Dude, we used to touch sensitive t- subjects, bro. Remember the whole uh, Pacquiao hasn't fought an African American debate here on YouTube? Oh, yeah, but, yeah, you remember that time we brought in um, um Timothy Nate Bradley Campbell. and Nate Campbell, and yeah. and we had that big discussion about how you do. Man, I always tell people about that shit, man. That was some shit right there because um they wanted to ch- even Timothy Bradley he wanted to chime in on that shit. He was yeah. like, I want to talk about that shit too. That was, well, man, remember Freddie Rose? Freddie Rose responded to it. Remember that he's all Nate Campbell. If you were purple, would fight you. <laughs> yeah, 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 he sure did. He sure did. All right, guys. So this is D Style Boxing '97 Rough and Blood Boxing. Okay, we'll see you soon. Peace, peace, peace. peace man. All right.